0: episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Behold
1: donut. <laughs> be, be afraid. <laughs> Behold my donut.
0: After finishing their heist and escaping through the scrapyard, Micah's angels finally make it back to the saloon. Down a minor side street in the grimy, smog-clogged Ferris Quarter of Alkenstar lies a squat, nondescript, two-story building whose weathered sign reads The Barrel and Bullet Saloon. Drinks, meals and fireproof rooms. Center.
1: Fireproof? <laughs> <It's a laughs>
0: they finally cash in on their hard-earned loot. Y'all got the chest that you got from the bank propped up on the table. Uh, so once you crack the box open after filling Dunsmith in on your uh, on your tail, you find a whole hunk of gold. You find 250 GP.
2: Oh,
3: oh, oh. That's not all
2: for us, though.
0: <laughs> uh, no. Yeah,
3: we're splitting it. Still, that's a lot of money.
0: And get ready for the next job. Uh, for this next job, uh, she slides a person, indeed, it is. She slides this hey. broadsheet across the table and it advertises Vashon Gattleby's Pyronite exhibition at Blythier College. Oh no, get ready for some downtime! This job is all about testing your metal, and you've, you've proved your metal is quite up to the task, if I do say so myself. Thank you. Just... It's a steel alloy. <laughs> That's funny now. This one's going to be interesting. (laughs) I'm just going to start off saying that this one's going to be interesting. It's two hours after we arrived here to record. Part of that is because I had to cook some food. Part of that is because I just held my arms up to start our silence uh, before recording for like two minutes straight, Uh, and it took a while just to even get to that point. So today... Today might be a little spicy. It
1: uh, might yeah. be the episode, the second episode of the first episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah it's first episode of the day and it's already the at... The
3: second episode of the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're already at second episode brain.
3: I, I would like to apologize. This is 90% my fault. And it is because I am recovering from surgery. And I have prescription-grade painkillers inside of my body right now.
0: Mm. Woo! I don't think it's really the medicine, you know uh sparking you into this i think it's just the medicine unlocking the gremlin inside of you already i think it's
1: giving yeah. you an excuse to also, unleash your gremlin we also haven't
0: recorded in two weeks and there's so always other like, spicy ones that's right ow bring uh, it that's right <laughs> way to go but before we i want to slap you too come here oh my god shut up thank you <laughs> 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 jacob just went uh. to pain uh after yeah slapping that sounded himself. painful Well, before we slap ourselves completely silly, we actually have some responses (gasps) from our little Google form.
3: Uh Uh-oh. We got some rules questions. Uh Uh-oh. We already fucked it up.
0: No, someone had a question. Uh, One thing, uh, before we get to the the Google form response, uh, is uh, someone had commented uh, after, on episode six, when we talked about alignment stuff, someone commented, uh, it was Mr. A3523, it's hard username to read hi with my mouth we love you
3: (laughs) what's it like living with elon musk
0: oh my god uh Uh, but he mentioned that there's actually a variant rule in the game master's guide called extreme alignment what Uh, what
2: is that i I don't have the game
3: master's guide that's fun and and since
2: my favorite website is
0: especially
1: since we're on extreme alignment
0: Yeah, so this is a a variant rule from the Game Master's Guide, page 184, called Extreme uh, Good and Evil. Uh, In this variant, some creatures exemplify the concepts of extreme good and evil by their very nature. Only fiends, celestials, and other residents of aligned outer spheres uh, or outer sphere planes have an alignment. Remove most alignment restrictions, such as the cleric and champion restrictions, uh, but not ones related to those extra planar creatures. Replace I like that. The removed restrictions with appropriate anathema, if necessary, huh? which I think is very neat. And it's basically about mostly what we already kind yeah. of do anyway. Yeah, um, we only really care about it
2: if uh, you do something that is drastically out of your personality, which we don't usually do because we're or like playing. We have or, your
0: mechanical uh, alignment that we just kind of pick, yeah, uh, for mechanic reasons, and then you are limited by that. If I had more time to kind of work with stuff and do anathema, I probably would do that. Um, but as it is, I'm kind of satisfied with what we do of just having the mechanical alignment.
2: I don't know if, if you know, we've talked about alignment before anyway. And I don't know if it's as big a deal. Like not When I think of alignment, I think of a lot of the class stuff because there are also spells. And I wonder, I don't know if it's as big a deal just in general for yeah. second edition as is in first in first edition, it mattered for specific classes, but then it also mattered for spells like a, a lawful good cleric could not summon an evil or a chaotic right. uh, summoned creature. So it actually affected what you could summon. I don't know if that's the case in second edition.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing I would want to have. I don't have enough knowledge of the system to get into all that. But, um, if I, if I did and was more comfortable with knowing all that, uh, I would probably just be fine to use that uh, variant rule. And I think it's a good one. It's just I'm not as um, I'm not as versed in second edition as I am in something like first edition just because of the sheer size and how new we are to it. Um, But I think it's a good variant rule. And uh, it just kind of its existence kind of reinforces my belief that alignments. um, I Uh, I understand their place, but they're not necessarily for for me in the games. I kind of want to run.
2: Fun fact. Second edition is more strict on that.
0: I thought it would be.
2: It's actually, I, I do like how second edition does it. It's basically, you can't summon a creature unless its alignment is one of your deity's preferred alignments. Calls like if you're a cleric, your magic comes from your deity, right. that makes sense. I think the one that got me, though, was at the GM's discretion, some deities may, might restrict specific types of fiends, even if their alignments match. Yeah,
0: and this see, was Summon Fiend. Yeah, and that's the... um. That's the kicker that I have to get into because that's like gets into the whole outer plane stuff, and there'd be a lot of rulings we'd have to make and keep up with. And if I knew this all the details of the system a lot better, I'd be more comfortable just doing that. But we've already started this campaign, so I'm kind of willing to move forward with it with the system we have because it's also well established.
2: Well, I actually I like that in particular because that's not based off of your alignment; it's your deity's alignment, and that is true. That makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, but there's more than just that. It's also like you know, we could play the paladin subclass of champion, and then you'd have to figure out like, I guess, do you, can you still worship just well, what gods can you worship when you do that? Yeah, uh, is there well, any sort of restrictions your on alignments can do? have to match up basically? Well, no, if you're playing with the variant rule, right? <sighs> yeah, there's there's questions around that. Again, I think it's really good. I think if we were going to start another. Pathfinder 2nd Edition campaign sometime in the far future. I probably would start with that variant rule, but as is, I'm willing to let our, you know, home rule kind of stand for this one because we're used to it. Um, the other question we had uh, was the one written in on the form and that's from our our good friend Pete in the UK Bridgie P on YouTube Ah, Uh, and he uh, we love you (laughs) he wanted to know about the death and dying (laughs) rules (laughs) Uh, after a couple party members had a close call in parentheses in episode 6 wondering if you could expand on the death and dying rules for the listening audience Uh, thanks Um, and thank you for submitting that uh, in Bridgie P we kind of we dealt with death and dying in our test session, so we kind of skimmed over it, yeah. uh, mostly to keep the combat moving. But yeah, death and dying works differently in this. Um, if you're familiar with fifth edition, you have the whole you know death saves thing. And first edition Pathfinder, you actually have negative hit points, and when your hit points are neg- equal, your negative hit points equal your like con. So if you have 15 con, you get to negative 15 hit points, you die. And uh, second edition, it's a step closer to five e.
2: It's like a weird combination of the both of them.
0: Yeah, um, dying is like a condition, and when you get to dying four, you're dead.
2: Well, it's uh, so whenever in a uh, second edition, because I got it right here. In second edition, when you get to zero, you stop at zero. There is no negative. Right. And when you hit zero, you become dying one. Um, if you get hit with a critical hit, you become dying two. On your turn, because you're, you're unconscious and dying, you get to make a flat roll, and the DC that you have to meet is uh, 10 plus your current dying condition. So at dying one, if you roll an 11, you're good. If you roll less than 11, you're not good. Good.
0: and you go if up. you
2: succeed your dying condition lessens by one and if you get to essentially dying zero you are stabilized you're unconscious and you're wounded one we'll get back to wounded yeah if you fail your dying condition increases by one if you end up increasing all the way to the dying four you're dead
0: yeah no
2: offense yeah. or but if you're wounded and you get to zero you become dying Whatever your dying condition is, plus what your wounded condition was.
0: And on those,
2: so on and so forth.
0: On the dying recovery checks, the whole degrees of success thing applies as well. DC 10 plus your dying value. If you have toughness like uh, Alonzo did, it's nine plus your dying value, which
1: is really nice.
0: Right. Um, But if you get a critical success, you reduce your dying value by two. Uh, if you get a critical failure, your dying value increases by two. So that plays in there as well. But yeah, wounded, did you already go over it? Or died? Yeah,
2: wounded. You, if you, so if you get hit and you become dying one, but you have wounded one, you become dying two. Right. And if you're at wounded one, when you become dying and you get out of that, you become wounded two. It increases the more you go down and get up. Right. And then the other important thing is, instead of, you, call, uh, you get rid of your wounded condition by either being at max hit points with magic and resting for 10 minutes or having someone do a successful first aid check on you treat wounds treat wounds that's what i meant yeah and then the other little exception if you're about to die and you don't roll good, you can spend all of your hero points to just go to zero and be stabilized. I also believe you don't get the wounded condition when you use your hero points.
0: Yeah, and the wounded thing is a little complicated, admittedly, but it exists because if you've played 5e and you've been in some deadly encounters, you know that you can uh, do the whole fall down pop-up thing on repeat a lot
2: and and some people might be upset at that but you also have to keep in mind that pathfinder second edition you're intended for the most part to go into every combat at full hp
0: yeah it, uh, it definitely gives you the tools to do that fairly easily um yeah in first edition pathfinder you didn't i don't feel like you really dealt with the up and down so much because Generally, if you went down, you, you stayed down till you the stayed end the fight. down until the end of the fight. Yeah. <laughs> unless
2: you had a cleric, we almost never did <laughs> yeah.
0: because getting oh, you back days. up enough—it was just really dangerous. If you were down, yeah, you were f- relatively safe unless you get caught in like AOE stuff, like because very Have few things spiteful bad guy. Yeah, very few things are going to go after you while you're down, but it does happen. Uh, <laughs> but then, and um, e as well, if you got healed, you'd probably be in like the tens at best hit points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's like the most dangerous place to be because if you get hit with, especially like a crit, you can go from like 10 HP. To negative 50. To negative, <laughs> yeah. And you're dead. One dead, hit, dead. gone. Yeah.
2: That's that's what we call hella dead.
0: Yeah. That's, that's what happened to Dayrak, uh, 1E. Uh, it's brutal. Yeah, you burnt real nice. I burnt real good. Um, same thing <laughs>
3: happened to Brick in that same area.
0: You burnt real nice. <laughs>
3: no, I got chopped in half.
2: There's explosions. It's all fire got
3: Chopped in half by an axe. Oh,
2: you're talking about
0: the king. We were talking about the fireball. you're we we talking about the necklace of fireballs. You got chopped oh, in,
3: in half. Oh, and getting your
1: throat ripped out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, so many
2: deaths, so little
0: time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. there was a lot of death in that one. Oh, a lot of man. dying. A lot of coming back.
0: But I, I like mm. the death and dying rules in 2E a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's... It does a good job. It's it kind of reminds me a little bit, maybe not in terms of mechanics, but in terms of the feel it evokes, of Forbidden Lands, because Forbidden Lands was really good at making you afeared when you get broken. Yeah, when you get broken, you're probably not going to die, but you really afeared because you could die. Uh, and and two e, whenever you get to dying and everything, it's not ne- nearly as bad as it was in one e, but it's still real spooky. So. I, I like the balance of it. And then I also really like wounded because I, well, I haven't played as much five E as I've played like Pathfinder. Um, I've listened to a lot of five E content and the, the, the bouncing up and down from dying to alive is it happens a kind lot of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's fine, but it just, it happens a lot. I like that. They've developed a system to kind of deal with that problem. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Death and Dying. And remember, guys, if you have any rules questions or if you want to send in, like, uh, comments or corrections, you can comment on YouTube, but also we uh, link a Google form in our episode so you can uh, write into us, and we'll try to respond on there. It just might take a hot couple weeks because of how far ahead we'd like to so record. And then looks, you guys stay cool. Be nice. Yeah, guys, stay cool. Recording
1: ahead is how we maintain a weekly release oh, listen, schedule.
0: I do not want to relive August and September 2021 ever again. No. That was a dangerous time. Um, it was a hot time. Oh, it was dangerous. I'll never forget the end of September, having one episode left in the can and recording and like trying to schedule that Saturday. I was like, if this don't happen, listen, bad stuff's going to happen. Yep.
2: I loved my mandated two-week vacation. <laughs>
0: Woo! Woo! Anyway. (laughs) Well, with that out of the way, uh, we got some interesting new mechanic stuff to get into in this episode. We got some downtime. Um, Downtime? Y'all ready for some downtime? What about Up Dog? Oh, my God. What's... What's up, dogs? Centuries Star- before the Starstone was raised, Perfect. the Wizard King's necks in gab warred with one another, <laughs> scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the mana wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, <laughs> Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination the face of insurmountable odds. Calm down. (laughs) On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. So for the audience that didn't get to see that, which you know is everybody, uh, as I read this prompt... <laughs> the audience who didn't get to see. Uh, I, I usually get a little animated with my hands, and I like, do gestures and stuff, and Jacob was mocking me, and so I started doing gestures that ended in flipping the bird at Jacob, uh, and, and he thought it was, he thought it was very Listen, humorous. Uh, audience Blob saw it. Audience Blob saw it?
2: That's well, right. Nebulous uh, Audience yep, Blob. Nebulous
1: Audience Blob. Od- nebulous blob of audience is always to his right.
2: No, it's in the hallway. It's right there. <laughs>
0: so when we last left Micah's Angels, uh, you guys had just left <laughs> the Wailing Scrapyard. You fought the good knolls, You got a reward from the Nail Gobblers. Uh, I know we kind of, at the end of last episode, uh, moved a little quickly for time's sake. As much as I wanted to have uh, 20 minutes of talking as Lord Glass and Gomak before you left, uh, we we did have to move a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you made your way through the uh, sewer system with the map you found off of one of the ganoles. Uh You realized that, I think you heard, like, overheard some of the, the shield marshals talking.
2: Miss Angelique
0: Loveless. Miss Angelique Loveless on your way out. and you, It seems like you'd lost him for good and you made it back to the, the barrel and bullet saloon. And that's kind of where we left you guys. But before we, uh, before we hop back into the barrel and bullet saloon, Uh, we got something else to do mechanically, and and that is leveling up. Yeah. Yeah, we said at the end of last episode that you guys leveled up, and uh, we've (laughs) taken care of that off air, but I figured we should uh, go around the room real quick uh, and talk about the level up you guys took. An important thing to note, we're playing with a variant rule at this table. We're playing with the free archetype rule. Um, So at this level, all of you guys are going to get to pick your free archetype. Uh, who wants to start us off?
2: There's a lot of rules questions, rule stuff this this episode too. It's pretty rule I'll heavy. I'll start
0: us
1: off. Okay, go ahead. Um, I don't often go first. I will go first. Alonzo as a rogue got um, two new feats and the chance for a free archetype. So I took the gunslinger dedication because my Woo! boy has learned he needs to get with the times. <laughs> um, And, you know, have a better have a better chance at doing damage other than piercing yeah Mm -hmm. so I now have unbalancing blow which will allow me if I make a critical then my target is flat footed against my attacks until the end of my next turn that's good Um, so I can't wait to use that and then I also took intimidating glare, so I can demoralize with a glare, with a mere glare.
0: With a glaze. With a, the, glaze. With a glaze. I really
1: almost said glaze. Mm. With a donut. Hands, that
0: extends hand with glazed donut. Behold donut. <laughs> be, be, afraid. be afraid.
3: Behold my donut.
0: I was <laughs> 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 holding for up the, the donut. audience.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I held up a donut to we, my
0: eye. We very often get donuts before recording.
3: Maybe that's why we're so I crazy. Think, we have a
0: sugar high.
2: I think we've had a donut before recording consistently for like the last five a recording peek behind sessions. the screen as your
0: producer. There's a reason I get us donut or uh, coffee and sweets before we record. Huh. Oh my God. To dial it up. Do nothing to me. <laughs> your
2: methods are weak.
0: <laughs> you don't need dialing up. That's um, right.
1: Anyway, that's what happened to Alonzo.
0: Yeah, so I guess for you, the Gunslinger dedication, it really doesn't do a lot for you at this level. It'll really kick in like at four and six when you get more stuff from it, I think, right?
1: I just feel like if I didn't get it, how could I truly be a denizen of Alkenstar?
0: I mean, you're right, you're right. As an outlaw of Alkenstar. Oh, Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah, and so for the audience out there who might be new to 2nd Edition, um, if you're coming from 1st Edition Pathfinder, uh, you're, you're probably familiar with archetypes, but that's usually so you take uh, with your class at like first level or whatnot. Um, but uh, archetypes in this game are in between one archetypes and multi-classing. There is no like separate multi-classing thing. They're just called multi-class archetypes. So if I wanted to multi-class, you know, a fighter and a wizard, I would you take my fighter level at level one and at level two instead of taking a, normally instead of taking a feat I would take the wizard multi-class dedication feat which kind of buys me into some of the wizard special abilities right um, and what we're doing with the free archetype rule is basically you get uh, an archetype for free you don't have to spend your feats on it uh, anytime that you normally would have a feat that you spend on your you know or you, you would have to spend on multi multi-classing stuff or archetype stuff you just get that for free so you get one free
2: it's level 2 on every other level after that yeah. every even right. level
0: right uh, and I know there is multi-classing in 5e but a little different um, but yeah the, the archetypes in this game are really good because this game is more about you know abilities and synergizing like your mechanics together and having a free archetype gives you a lot more tools, especially with a three-person party to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really, really cool. I, I, I love it a lot. As someone who is a big fan of archetypes and one-e Pathfinder, this is like right up my alley. And Jacob, you want to tell us what you did with Chester? Just leveled up, Williams. Oh, count about okay. oh, he just, just leveled up. Leveled
2: up. Uh, yeah, I can do that. So uh, I got a. a, a...
0: Hurt. Oh. All right. What level is hurt?
2: I got. Um, <laughs>
3: Right next to so Pain. So at level
2: two, everybody gets a skill increase, a skill feat, and then like a class feat as well. Right. That's how this game works. Is It's like everybody gets feats for everything rather right. than just specific abilities except right. for level one. Um, for my skill feat, I chose Crafter's Appraisal, which lets me oh, appraise oh, alchemical oh. or no, it lets me... Uh, identify magic on magic items with my crafting roll. Ooh! Sweet. Uh, And then for my class feat, I got one that let me add my, um, devise a stratagem stuff to athletics checks for, like, disarm, for disarming someone, or Uh tripping someone, or shoving them, and stuff like that. And I'm hoping that's the right decision. I'm hesitant on it, but I'm going with it. And then for my free archetype, I chose... Alchemist. Oh yes. And uh, because I chose alchemist, and it gave me a feat that I already had, we've also decided that you, if you get like doubles or even triples, because I had that problem for of a feat, you can get an appropriate leveled feat feet that makes skill feat, yeah. feat that makes sense for you. So when I got that, I also got the feat arcane sense, which lets me cast detect magic as an arcane spell. Or I may have got Arcane Sense as my skill feat, and then Crafter's Appraisal as my replacement crafting feat, because it was also level one. Interesting. uh, And whatnot. And then I've also, because I chose Alchemist, got a whole bunch more formulas, and I also got, let me get back there, the ability to use a light version of the infused alchemical of the uh, infused reagents and advanced alchemy that the alchemist gets, but mine's very, very light compared to theirs because yeah. you know, it's a it's a, it's a multi-class dedication.
0: Yeah, that's the thing with the whole, uh, not just archetypes, but specifically the multi-class archetypes, whereas Cat multi-class archetyped into Gunslinger and really didn't get a lot except for some proficiency stuff that w- you already had and uh, some skill yeah. stuff. Uh, some of them you can get a lot at the first dedication yeah. fee. Um, like Alchemist. Most of them though, like, like Gunslinger, only really pop off to level uh, 4 or 6 when you start getting, you know, uh, more abilities from that class, but yeah. that's pretty cool. So I went from having like
2: 4 crafting formulas to having 8 or 10. Damn. And, uh, so I know how to make a lot of
0: stuff. I just gotta actually make it. Uh, you a Moonshiner now? I could be. Mm-hmm. Could be. Uh, Alright, Drow. Can Vampires get drunk? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah got to drink the blood off an intoxicated person. So, Drow, uh, I know we've kind of already gotten into your archetype a little bit, but you yeah. want to tell us what you got at level two?
3: Uh, I became less in tune with the ability to control my magic. Oh,
0: beautiful. And by
3: that, I mean now I can explode endlessly.
0: Yes! Uh at the beginning
3: of every combat, <laughs> I have the... Uh, it's not an option. I have to. I have to roll a d20 Make the flat six check.
0: But you can get those spell slots back. To
3: either get a spell slot back or something else. Just
2: like, Just like Brick, you can explode endlessly. Observe. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so by think, getting
1: more powerful, you lose more control.
0: Just, just to explain mm-hmm. the, the friend group lore here, Drow's <sighs> OG character, Brick, who is a we Drow. To. The Which is why I am Drow, Drow. Let them be... At level like three or four had a necklace of fireball and this is in D&D 3.5. This was not very. This was was like level two.
3: Yeah. (laughs) We were weak sauce. (laughs) This is one of our first things and I threw I threw the fireball pearl at my feet it exploded. The necklace failed the save. It exploded. The next bead failed the save. It exploded. I was bounced around the room several times. I killed the vampire, also a party member. Um,
2: yeah, you. It, yeah. Uh,
3: yeah, I was dead. I was. I was a charred corpse and Derek's paladin had to drag my ass back to the surface.
0: I made a meme about this recently. It's like I am a sanctioned sorcerer. Observe. (laughs) I'll put this up in the video if I can. Uh, God. That was was such a good time. Anyway, uh, what else did you get? I know you also got a feat at this level, right?
3: Yeah, I got um, I was able to get attuned to a sister discipline for my oracle bullshit. Ooh. And now I am an oracle of life and death.
0: <gasps> Ooh, does that give me negative bad touch stuff?
3: Uh, No, but it heals me whenever I see something die.
0: Ho, 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 ho. That's the flesh fun. is weak and that's it empowers fun. you to see it ah, crumble. Lovely,
2: mm-hmm. typical vampirism video game mechanic.
3: Yeah. Does, does, they are temporary hit points. That's still
0: uh, temporary. Does, does, they will keep me up, though. That's right.
3: Does the death have to be caused by you, no, you or anyone? I have to see it.
0: Sweet. (laughs) You're just gonna go to a morgue.
3: I have to see it. uh, They're already dead. Well I mean
0: you go to a hospital (gasps) or something like that. It's like the it's this is the dumb rules like in 1E with uh, you remember the the hungry ghost monk, where technically if you got a bag of rats and punched them and killed some. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Can I help you? (laughs) No, I'm just I'm just looking right now.
0: I went to watch the dead people.
3: Offended. Hello, little Timmy. This is, not getting better. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs>
2: this isn't. This is not helping Psychir's, you know, image.
0: <laughs> hey, what, what did they say last? We talked about alignment. Good, evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. They said you are forgiven. Ah.
3: Uh, uh, oh. is supposed to be scary. Yeah. There is supposed to be something deeply unsettling about Psychir. Oh yeah, yeah. There Mission is
0: accomplished. There, there is. Sure is. Well, since we handled all the level up stuff, um, why don't we move on to some downtime? Oh. Uh, I thought it would be fun. uh, There's a little bit of a a description text of the Barrel and Bullet Saloon. Uh, Although your characters are already in it, I thought it'd be fun to to start off our little session uh, where we picked up and uh, read some of that, that text for you guys. Oh,
2: feed me
0: Down a minor side street in the grimy smog clogged Ferris quarter of Alkenstar Lies a squat nondescript two-story building whose weathered sign reads The Barrel and Bullet Saloon Drinks, Meals, and Fireproof Rooms It's a dingy white plaster and off-center
3: Fireproof?
0: <laughs> it's off-center porch uh, Encourage the refined guest to look elsewhere Indeed, the cosmopolitan traveler who does not venture inside is likely to be greeted with derogatory comments from, <laughs> a, from a goggle-clad goblin inventor or by rude stares from a hard-drinking patron long since mutated by the wild magic of the manna Wastes. Oh, this is my fault. <laughs> to, to mitigate <clears throat> this reception, the dwarf and gunslinger behind the bar, Phoebe Dunsmith, is always ready to share a welcoming word and a drink on the house. Even so... This is a kind of bar where an introduction or a good deal of diplomatic hard work is necessary to navigate the dwarven desperadoes, goblin grenadiers, irrescurable inventors, and hard-drinking hoodlums who make up the unruly crowd of regulars. I love alliteration. Jumping into, into a high-stakes game of boot beer, an unexplainably nope. popular guessing game in which Oop. players try to hide as much beer on their person as possible, Or wagering on a hand of cards can win friends, but it can also just as easily make enemies. And no knight at the barrel and bullet seems complete without at least one knockdown drag out bar fight. Bar fight. And this is where you guys are. Yeah! Would you guys like to go to the map? We have a map of this place.
3: A map of the bar? We're gonna fight in this bar.
0: Let me have a bar fight. Bar fight. fight, Bar fight. Bar
3: fight. Bar fight. Parkour. Parkour.
0: Baby. I put you guys in the bar. Ooh. Who's the green? We'll get to the people in the bar here in a minute. <laughs> uh, when we last left...
3: Is that a tiefling?
0: Is that a
2: Lashunta? Oh, no,
0: those are horns. Oh, my goodness. When we last left you guys, y'all was uh, in one of the side rooms here with Phoebe Dunsmith. Kind oh, kind of... was? You was. Um, y'all got the chest that you got from the bank propped up on the table. Um, and Phoebe Dunsmith's ready to work on it. Unless, Alonzo, you want to, to take the lead here on it.
1: Uh, I guess the 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 metagamey question is, is Phoebe better at thievery than me?
0: (laughs) Uh, I can tell you. What is your bonus to thievery?
1: My thievery is now plus 10. I upped it to expert.
0: Phoebe has the notable advantage of story.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm concerned about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll say she's probably a little bit, at least just as good as you, if not maybe a little bit better. Um, More for story reasons for this particular chest, but you can absolutely crack it. And I wouldn't even, because you're like out of the bank, you can basically just do it. Take time. Um, Take my time. Yeah, mechanically, there's not the same thing as like taking 20 as there was in 1E. Mm -hmm. But just the only risk you would really run is uh, busting your like tools mm-hmm. but like I know your bonus and I know the DC and I would be willing to just let you if you wanted to you could crack it because um, uh, I'd love to cool well as Alonzo is uh, working on this chest trying to uh, you know listen to the little combination and get the clicks going on uh, Phoebe says uh, she brings out some food for you guys and says y'all y'all smell terrible what happened how would it go obviously you got some loot it uh all things considered it went pretty good.
3: There are substantially less guards now.
0: That's good. You took out most of them then? Yeah, made made friends with some goblins. Do You have any trouble at the bank?
3: There was a teller and a manager, I believe.
2: Some heavy canoodling. Oh.
3: Yes, we we happened to walk in on the more interesting part of a workplace relationship.
0: Goddamn. Well, you did go there after dark, so I guess that makes... It's I just little, don't tiny understand of what would be
2: so titillating about a bank. Yeah, just, I just, there's better places to... Hey,
0: I don't know, man, some people get off on money. Literally. But they weren't on money. They were... No, I need nah. to go wash every coin I own.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alonzo just kind of looks up from his lock picking for a second and says, We had more trouble in the whale and scrapyard than the
3: bank, I'd say.
0: Was there anything in there? I thought that the, the rumors about it being haunted were just nothing. The
3: machine spirit was there.
0: Yeah, there was a literal machine we spirit. We
3: witnessed it when we set it what? free. It's
2: weird. It weird?
3: The harpy's kiss was upset to be there.
0: That's some sort of... Some kind of horseless dirigible. Oh, one of the horse-drawn dirigibles? They had one of them in there? I haven't seen one of those Sense in years. the
3: horses. They were just skeletons. <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: Sakir had a religious
3: experience. I, <laughs> I mean, most experiences with spirits are usually religious. I ate rat. You ate rat. Yeah. Who fed you some rat? Goblins. Goblins. A charm made a goblin of goblins. Yeah. If we
2: uh, we ever need a friends, they aren't too big of fans of the Shield Marshals either. So, well,
0: that's fair. But then again, not a lot of people are fans of the Shield Marshals around here. Yeah, but they really weren't. Y'all wear them hats I gave you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then should keep the law from looking for you or knowing who you is, so... uh
1: Wait, then how did they know who we were? Who? Angelique Clubless. They didn't. They didn't.
2: They just knew that somebody robbed the yeah. bank. So yeah. they
1: just shot at us. Yes. Yeah, because
2: we robbed the bank.
1: Okay, okay. It just so happened to be that I was the one that they shot at. Yes. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. coincidence.
0: Indeed. It was um, a one in three chance. It was a one in three chance. Yeah, you're right. Uh, behind the screen you're the one that failed the, the roll first. Oh yeah um,
1: I got gotcha, you I got gotcha. you mm-hmm.
0: uh, So once you crack the box open after filling Dunsmith in on your uh, on your tail, you find a whole hunk of gold. You find 250 Gp. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's not all for us though. <laughs>
3: uh, no, yeah we're splitting it. Still that's a lot of money.
0: Uh, And she will give you, what I'm going to say is uh, the book says to give uh, each character like 25 gold worth of that. Uh, And that's assuming a four-player party. I'm going to give you each 25 gold and then another 25 for a party pool. Ooh, all right. Because I know that's what we normally like to do. And it keeps the math simple. Twenty-five Do you think go? gold, uh, and as she hands out the money to now y'all can keep that bag of holding. It seems like y'all put it to good oh. use than I, than I ever had. But, <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, I am gonna need your hats back, uh, as cool as they are.
3: How much did they cost you?
0: Well, if you want, if you want to buy them off me, you can buy them for fifteen gold.
3: I am not opposed to this.
0: And fifteen gold each.
3: Is there a chance that I could talk you down to twelve?
0: Uh. Make a diplomacy check I guess I'll I'll take a diplomacy check This feels very witcher-esque
3: 22 Uh, What do you say? To help increase our productivity With this blooming new friendship This blooming new business relationship That thus far has been More than successful Do you think you could cut us a deal?
0: Well, you know what? Y'all did do real good. I, I heard of the bank getting robbed, but no one has any idea who did it. The the, the only guess they have is some sort of bandanaed fools and a, and a, and a hairless cat also wearing a bandana. <laughs> uh, and that is way off of you guys, so I'll, 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 I'll knock it down to 12 gold. Will these hats be important for our next little mission together? I mean, it's up to what kind of profile you want to keep, but you probably don't need them
3: i will keep mine then yeah you know what
2: yeah it's we're gonna get at like less than half its book price so that's
0: a deal you're gonna yeah, buy yours as well i'm gonna yeah. buy it all righty well uh yeah you can, you can buy them for 12 gold uh it's pretty good for what it's worth do you have any questions for dunsmith as you've uh split this up do you have any ideas what we're doing next
2: you said you had some plans for this money
1: to fund our next adventure together.
2: You hungry for more, eh? Well, well, I just need to plan. I need to... Uh, I'm big on planning in the head, so uh, I was just curious. Well, I,
0: I understand y'all hungry for more. Uh... I got I got some more stuff coming for you, but you know this job is all about testing your metal, and you've you've proved your metal is quite up to the task, if I do say so myself.
3: Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a steel alloy. <laughs> 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 that's
0: funny. I have <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I have just a job in mind for you folks. Uh, she starts swirling uh, the dregs of her whiskey glass. It's a little bit of a grin. Uh, she sets uh, the, the drink down uh, and stands up and she un- unholsters her shotgun oh. in one fluid motion and then sets that firearm like on the table uh, where you guys are working. She says, now, well now, suddenly, you know, realize that I have a lot of dirt on each of you, don't I? Armed robbery, obstruction of justice, evading the law, quite a rap sheet. And she set all the stuff down and she leans against the bar and stretches casually. Guess this means I should tell you something about me. I'm not just a saloon owner, for starters. Uh, And she removes her holster and sets it on the bar next to the uh, shotgun. Not the bar, but on the table next to the shotgun. In fact, I work for a very powerful person, someone that you're no doubt familiar with. Uh, She puts one uh, hand in her vest and palms something uh, and extends her closed hand, and inside you see a, uh, a, a small signet ring that exhibits the distinctive symbol of the Grand Duchy of Alkenstar. Does Grand Duchess Triadurica ring a bell? Does it? That's the person who's like the president of Alkenstar.
2: Okay. <laughs> to put
0: to put it in perspective, that's the that's the current ruler of Alkenstar. Oh wow, you're pretty high up
2: there My then, aren't God.
0: you? Yeah. See, I thought so.
2: I don't know how I'd call that dirt, but okay.
0: Uh, she can barely contain her smirk, and she's, uh, she's a little thrilled uh, with the theatrics. He says, uh, "What this means is." since you work for me you're actually working for the Grand Duchess you mean we we robbed a bank on government orders A little bit like that oh
2: we got off scot free
1: does that mean I get immunity
0: A little bit a little bit of qualified immunity immunity uh, trust me it's good to have friends in high places besides now that we're all formally acquainted it's about time that the real fun began don't you think I like fun I'm gonna tell you what this is all about She starts pacing back and forth a little bit. Uh, For this next job, Duchess has asked us to secure some very precious cargo. Uh, She slides- Is it a person? Indeed it is. She slides this uh, broadsheet across the table and it advertises Vashon Gattleby's Pyronite exhibition at Blythier College. Oh no. The poster includes a wood print of a Harried human man in his fifties, presumably Gaddleby, and some hyperbolic copy of promoting the once-in-a-lifetime explosive showcase. I'm sure you've all heard of Gaddleby and his Pyronite, yeah? This
2: is the call is this the same college that Chester went to?
0: Yeah. I
2: sure have.
0: And it's a talk of the town ever since he leveled half of Blytheer's largest auditorium. Well, Gattleby's invention has gotten him a lot of admirers recently, and everyone in Alkenstar wants a piece of that man, or at least a piece of his new invention. And thankfully for us, Gattleby's turned down everyone who's offered to hire him or buy the Pyronite formula from him. He's been able to hold off his prospectors from the safety of his own home so far. He can't hold down in that puny brick and mortar fortress forever. Fortunately, the Grand Duchess and I have managed to convince Gattleby that he'd be better off here in the saloon's workshop where no one else will know his location. He's game, and now we just have to get him from point A to point B. And that's where you guys come in. We need you to meet Gattleby at his home on the other side of the city and bring him back here to the Barrel and Bullet. Once he's here, I can keep him safe. Simple enough job, right? Just go get Gattleby and bring him back here, and I'll pay you 50 gold apiece, plus a bonus. Bring him back in one piece.
2: Well now, I don't mean to be rude, But that's a lot of gold for a simple quest.
0: Yeah. What ain't you telling us? The other part is, I don't know who else is going after this man.
1: So you're saying we might have competition?
0: What I'm saying is Mugglin and Loveless desperately want that formula. That Pyronite formula. No doubt for some shady backroom deal they're hoping to make. And they haven't left a shred of evidence about their plans, but it's only a matter of time till they slip up. And I'm thinking that with you trying to get him back here, that they're going to try to harry you along the way and intercept him. I see.
3: I have an idea. We kill him, and then we <laughs>
2: resurrect him here at the tavern.
3: I have two ideas. <laughs> 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 Does
1: ascension count as one of them?
2: <laughs> I love, it's, you know, killing them and resurrecting them solves all of the problems. <laughs> What's your idea?
3: How large is this man?
0: Uh, he's about normal human man length
3: I see if we have the bag of holding emptied and perhaps even one of the uh, hats of disguise inside of it we could take him to a second location release him and just have him walk about as a normal citizen
0: that sounds like a pretty good idea but you might get tracked along the way and still get harried
2: all, we also got like what 10 minutes till he runs out of air in there
0: not a lot of time
1: doesn't the hat of disguise take like an hour to work, too?
0: Well, it only no. works for about
2: an hour, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's an idea. We just have to get out of there. In an hour. And the worst case scenario would be a great way to protect them, too. That way they can't shoot them
0: or something. She got uh, just uh, she pinches her nose for a little bit and says, oh, and I, I just remembered something. Uh-huh. As part of our arrangement with getting and Gattelby, uh, he made us promise that he'd be able to make a pit stop along the way here. I and mean, He's been holstered up for quite a while in his in his abode but near Ironside quarter there's some abandoned brewery I I don't know why he wants to stop there but he wants he, he told us that he needs to stop at the yeast of all brewery on the way over here
1: <laughs> I
3: love that name <laughs> <laughs> have, this is uh, cat speaking uh, but, uh, think I think that we should definitely scope that place out first
0: Absolutely That would probably be a good idea Anyway, we don't have much time to get this done Muggle and Loveless are, are likely to make the grab for Gattleby soon I, I I got a feeling And we want to, you know, strike first uh, Muggle's been question. moving Yeah, go ahead
3: Could you cause a distraction at the other side of town? I'm sure that you have connections that would be willing to start a ruckus
0: well, what kind of ruckus could I... I don't understand what kind of ruckus I could start that would draw Mugland's attention away from Gattleby because he's kind of been focused on this.
3: Mostly just guards. Mugland with backup is much scarier than Mugland alone.
0: But the thing is, he doesn't leave much evidence. I know he's going after this, because I can see him moving his money around and paying off some people, but I don't know who he's going to have, you know, try to make this hit. If I knew a gang that he was using to hire... to to go after Gattleby, I could go after that gang and increase our odds, right? But I don't know that. Our best bet is just to have you hit first and grab uh, Gattleby and get him back here. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah, we don't have a ton of time. Uh, They're they're gonna make their move soon, I I know it. Uh, Be ready for his mercenaries along the way and Loveless' street gangs. You can, of course, uh, scout the place, scout your route, uh, scout that brewery if you want and his house. Uh, y'all got a couple days, like I said, about four-ish days to get this done. Oh, and one more thing before y'all start putting together your plan. Uh, she takes off this, uh, like, badge kind of thing and puts it on top of the table where you guys are working. Show this to Gatleby and he'll know you're with uh, working with me. Ah, we take it. We pocket that. We can start in about four days or so, or sooner if you're able, and give you some time off. Do you want to argue for more time?
2: Can't craft anything in four days. The base day is four. It'd be no better than buying them. <laughs> oh, man. You go on. You say. <laughs> You've I done
1: thought,
2: offended, Jacob. I thought you said we had like eight days. Oh, did I say a days. week? I thought you had said like a good number of days.
0: Well, here's but. what I'll say. If you want to do crafting and only crafting on your downtime, I'll let only. you... Crafting. What What's the difference between four and five days for you? Anything? Uh,
2: if I craft something in, in four days and only have four days, it's no different than buying the item. Uh, I, every, when does
0: it become a different thing for you?
2: After four days. So, okay. The way crafting works, you spend half of the item's resources up front and you craft for four days. Uh-huh. And then every day after that crafting based off of your level and your proficiency, it decreases until it's, you know, you, you lessen that second half until it's either you lessen all of it or you just, it's a little bit, little bit by day by day. Um, for instance, if I had five days, I could buy, I could craft a potion and it would be three silver pieces cheaper than buying it. Which isn't that much. That's fair. Uh, But like if I had multiple days, I have the potential to do better. It's just, it's a, crafting in this game is interesting.
0: Well, if you want to do crafting, I'll tell you what, because, because you guys are a little understaffed, so to speak, I'll give you four days is the downtime amount, Uh, but I'll give you six mechanical days in terms of crafting. If you're only going to do crafting, I'll let it count for six days. Find out what she has to say first. Okay. Put it in reserve. Put a pin in it, right? That's right. Uh, but yeah, she says, in the meantime, I know some of y'all is trying to lay low. If you want to stay here at the Barrel and Bullet, I'll, I'll put you up on room and board for free. i would be much obliged.
1: Much obliged.
0: Uh, and I know you use the crafting kind, uh, Chester, going to craft some stuff, Williams, uh, on kind of how you're going to craft some stuff. Uh, and you might be interested to know that we got a bit of a crafting situation, uh, in the backside of the barrel oh, and bullet.
2: Oh-ho-ho, ho. that means I'll we'll have to spend five gold to buy an alchemy lab.
0: Yeah, but we do have a little bit of a, an alchemy situation going on on the backside if you want to, want to make use of the facilities. ooh Uh, but for the rest of y'all, if y'all just want to hang out, lay low, uh, get to know the folks around here, I- I'll have a job for you guys in a few more days. Or if you have somewhere to go in the meantime, by all means. Um... But, basically, you can use that downtime to do stuff that you want, or if you want to use it to prepare for this heist, or to to go grab Gaddleby, there's some special downtime actions you can take to, uh, basically scout and uh, prepare for this. Um, Ah, those might be more important. What are our options? Yes, so, uh, there is a new downtime action that you can take for this called, uh, Scout a Route, um this uh, I love the rhyme (laughs) this will also apply technically if you want to go scout out like the yeast of all brewery it's the same kind of action Mm -hmm. Um,
3: somebody had so much fun with that
0: (laughs) you spend half a day scouting a route from Vashon Gattleby's house to the barrel and bullet saloon roll a DC 15 athletics perception society or survival check oh uh Basically, there's this, uh, for the GM, system of preparation points, depending on how if you get success or critical success, and however many points you get will give you more information about what's going on. So, it'll take half a day. If all of you only scouted for the four days that you have total, you could do this like eight times each, Mm -hmm. which is quite a lot, but I imagine some of you would have other things you want to do, and if you wanted to go earlier than four days, you absolutely can. Uh, you just have, that's roughly your kind of limit to where you think Mokland's going to move on Gattleby. All right. So with that in place, uh, I'm going to show you around the Barrel and Bullet Saloon real quick.
2: What is, oh, real quick. That's like the only downtime activity. That's the new one. That's the new one? Okay. Yeah.
0: And you can do all the regular normal downtime stuff if you want. Like you can do crafting. If there's other like character specific things that you want to do, you can do that as well. Um, but I want to show you something real quick here because we're on the Barrel and Bullet map. So Phoebe shows you guys around. Uh, there's some rooms upstairs you guys can stay at, uh, but I'm going to move you guys outside of the barrel and bullet to this little side area here. Oh,
2: this is cool. I love the dynamic lighting. And when we walked outside, the the, the open map became a roof. Mm-hmm. Roof.
0: You it's quite nice. To see, there's like a... Uh, there what a, is? A workshop. Uh, there we go, Chastra. I put you in the workshop. Oh, uh, Phoebe will lead you back there uh, after getting you guys sit- situated and she says this is what I call the, the bullet works uh, do a little bit of crafting tinkering for my this here firearm but you're welcome to help yourself here uh, uh, Gallowby will probably make good use of this whenever he arrives here as well uh, and you see there is a nice little lab set up here nice yeah, it's a well organized workshop and it has shelves full of alchemical components and clockwork pieces Ooh. Um, clockwork pieces uh, is there anything you guys want to do now um, after this? If there's people you want to talk to at the Barrel and Bullet, there's a few like regulars there, uh, and then there's that downtime action. It's really up to you guys. Um, again, you can do crafting, and I'll give you a little bit more time for it if that's something you want. What are you guys interested in doing then this little bit of time you have?
2: Well, we do need to at least scout away a little bit.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, sure. Now, what is Very the advantage
2: so. to scouting away w- uh, once more?
0: Yeah, so if you scout, scout
2: a route Scout a
0: route <laughs> If you scout, scout a, about route, to
2: make a
3: route
0: you, uh, you spend half a day scouting a route From Vashon Gattleby's house to the Barrel and Bullet Saloon Roll a DC 15 Athletics, Perception, Society, or Survival Check uh, Critical success You climb to a great vantage point Spot noteworthy details Learn interesting info from locals Or find useful clues related to your escort route You earn two preparation points uh, success, you just earn one preparation point. Oh! And for every point you earn, I got stuff that I get to give to you. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least the first day, I want to scutter out twice. Twice? Yeah. All right. So what oh, do you want? I'd like
1: to attempt that as well.
0: What do you want to roll for me? You got athletics, perception, survival, or society? Ha, I'm gonna go with uh, society. Wait, society? Yes. Okay.
2: What'd you get? Whoa. There's an 18 on the die, plus 8
0: is 26. Wow, that's Uh-oh! a critical success. Nice. That's what I was hoping nice. for. So that's going to be two preparation points. The first two, I'm just going to go in order for all the... like. There's like the more points you get, the more things you learn. So Chester, on the first day, uh, you walk over to Gattleby's house. Uh, I'm actually... Do you mind me moving you to the map of Alkenstar? Go right on ahead. All right. So... You can see here on the map, uh, I'll show this in the video, the Ferris Quarter.
1: Home sweet home.
0: Uh, that's the Ferris Quarter kind of uh, in the middle uh, north of the, or excuse me, that would be, yeah, north of the river. Ferris is right here. Um, Gattleby's house is in Steamhaven, which is on the north side of town. Ooh, that is a pretty distance. Yep. Uh, you can also see Ironside Quarter where you guys just spent some time. Um, and what you know... With your critical success, is that Gallaby's house sits away from the road amid an overgrown yard full of sedum, sticky, bushy flowers. Uh, A small shed sits in front of the house, facing away from the road. The property is enclosed in a chicken wire fence. Um, Make me a nature or crafting check.
1: Oh, Uh, you said the the magic uh, words. The the skill
2: that I upped at second level, because, you know, uh, investigator stuff was crafting, so it is currently my. Highest skill is a 15 on the die for a 25.
0: Oh, oh. all right. So, this can be a recall knowledge you can do. You identify the sedum as a unique poisonous variety. Oh, hmm. basically, it's a plant, but mechanically it would operate like a trap. Uh, oh. This green, green and blue stalk is topped with a clump of small flowers resembling broccoli. It's covered Ooh. in a mildly toxic resin that sticks to the flesh, uh, which is weak fur and equipment alike causing affected creatures to break out in an itchy rash uh, and it has a fortitude save it's it's a poison kind of thing
2: and it's all over his yard or is that the fence was covered in it
0: the the, the yard is overgrown with okay. it yeah so that's what you learn uh, who else is doing this on the first day
1: it depends on whether or not i can do the thing that i want to do what do you want to do um, you said we had four days. Yes. I'm either asking to use the lemon law or the mechanical retraining to get rid of a dumb feat.
0: Uh What do you want to get rid of?
1: Streetwise.
0: Oh this is a this is a skill feat, right? Yes. Yeah, I'll, we have a lemon law um, especially with learning new stuff. So if you just want to replace it, you don't have to do retraining.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing. because yeah. then I can help with some scouting or something. maybe see from a different angle than um, Chester did.
0: Yeah, traditionally, the lemon law is when you get to level two, you can um, make a decision to change mostly anything. Um, but I'm probably going to be a little bit more generous because of how big this game is and how much we've had to mm-hmm. learn playing yeah. it. Uh, so you want to do scouting as well?
1: Yes, please.
0: Scout a route?
1: I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that it would be more of a... Chester was looking from one perspective. Alonzo might be looking from the perspective of a thief. Yeah. Of someone who wants to crack in and such.
0: So do you want to do perception or like athletics or...
1: Perception is plus seven. Uh, It's perception, athletics. I remember one was society. Society
0: and survival.
1: I'm going to do perception. Okay. Uh, That is a 10 on the die. Not too great. 17.
0: All right. That's a success. Okay. Um yeah you're able uh maybe you go with chester it's up to you you don't really gain any new information but mechanically the way this works is you earned another preparation point Mm -hmm. so it's like a different every two points you learn something new so what chester got was the whole there's this poisoned plant uh in the yard and now you're up to like three um and you definitely see that and you can you get some um you see that dealing with the yard's probably going to be trouble um so that's three preparation points you guys have earned. Uh, still the first half of this day of downtime. Psycheer, is there any downtime actions that you want to take? It doesn't have to be mechanical, too. You could also just spend it doing like some roleplay thing that you wanted to take care of.
3: Sykir is going to use uh, their disguise hat Okay. To go and check in on their flock.
0: On their flock? So this would be at your uh, Temple of Bri you used to be part of? Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Are you doing the bird symbol with your hands? La. But not the flippy off bird The like flappy bird It's more like butterfly but it, it's the same flappy It kind
3: of looks like you're doing A, a very half hearted Gangnam style thing
0: Just like the lowest energy Gangnam style
3: Yeah
2: Block up bry style
0: No Waka
3: Flocka oh. <laughs>
0: Uh okay um, You uh, uh You go into the temple of bry. Uh, there, <sighs> can,
2: uh, can, can you can you use the a... the
0: audience won't be able to hear oh, this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if audience, if you want to turn on just uh, in the background some. Uh, uh, the Mechanicus uh, original soundtrack, Children of the Omnissiah. I can't put it in because of, you know... Legal reasons. Copyright. License reasons. But, uh and we that's don't what we... feel
3: like crossing the people at Warhammer 40k. Nope. nope. scary.
0: But uh, yeah, you can just put that on right now while we're at the Temple of Bri and that, that's what's playing. That's what they have going on the speakers just on a loop. The Children of the Omnissiah. <laughs> uh, w- is there anyone that you know here that you want to talk to? Because otherwise like one of the... Uh, the the red-robed uh, uh, adeptus mechanic, excuse me, uh, or, uh, priests oh. of, of Bry will come up to you and say, "Welcome oh. to Bry's Holy Sanctum."
3: Your your warm welcome is most appreciated. I am simply here to witness the life within the temple.
0: You look like you have been healed by Bry's touch. I assume some of you, you still have some of your clockwork bits, even in your disguise. Probably. If you wish to find solace. In the Hall of Invention.
3: Of Invention?
0: Then please, follow me.
3: That's so metal! I will follow. I've been there before, right?
0: Yeah, you've been there before. You know this place like the back of your hand. You've worked here.
3: Okay. Was this your home at one point?
0: Is there anyone like, in particular you're looking to see, or are you just looking to kind of like... Uh, ra- re- recharge your batteries uh your, wind your clockwork spring
2: is there a separate naked cybernetic cat that you framed for the bank no
3: <laughs> there is not a cybernetic naked cat <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're very specifically based these on cats that they've just seen
0: psychic like here's dressed up as the cat from stray <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sean! Sean! I, I think about that all the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: Sean lives back rent free in the back of my head.
3: Um, Sykir <laughs> uh, is like going to continue speaking with this person I assume okay. as they're walked to the Hall of Invention and then they're going to slip up and say something that is very familiar uh, that they as a new person should not know, but that Sykir like might have known.
0: And the person, uh, let's just say this is a uh, a uh, female, like dwarf priest of Bri. just kind of looks at you, and then just moves on. <laughs> hey, uh, how's you, Jimmy doing? You uh, you remind me of someone, and uh, yeah, leads you onto the the hall. Is there anything specific you want to do, or just um?
3: I am just trying to make sure that everybody's okay, because I assume that after Psyche was removed, there was a little bit of a, not like. A dramatic upheaval, but that can't have been power gap. That yeah. can't have been
0: great. Yeah, you would know that there's a um, because uh, this is part of your background, which is uh, that you were cast out, um, and it's tied back to Mugland wanting some influence here. You know that there, it, he doesn't own the leadership of this temple, mm-hmm. but a few of his like cronies are like cardinals, is, cardinals yeah, uh, step below the 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 like leadership position. Uh oh, maybe there's yeah. just like posters and ads for his places of business, I don't know. He seems like a sleazy cheesy guy. <laughs> just like Muglin smiling with a thumbs up. Muglin's best foot cream. I love bry. Bry is my favorite. Thumbs up. Go to the next temple over. Bry is my favorite. <laughs> this is my
3: favorite deity in ooh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you see, uh, you see the uh, the Sunday school group of uh, little bryites and the little clockwork hats, little glasses on. That is so cute. Learning about the legend of Tim Alkenstar. <laughs> Tim. No, it's not his name. <laughs> it's Ansel Alkenstar. Ooh,
3: you could have changed it.
0: Tim you Alkenstar. You I am the god of this world. You are the god of this world. You could have had this town be Timston. I respect no. you guys too much to do that. That would be heresy. I, I don't heresy. <laughs> eh. I don't. Um, but unless you have anything else, uh, uh, you can spend, I guess, half a day, maybe the day, just kind of meeting up, um,
3: I'm trying to get insight as to what Mugland has done here.
0: It's not so much something you can get from a single visit. What you would have known from when you were cast out is just he wants, he wants like influence and power here, right? He wants to, if he needs someone from the church to help in one of his schemes, to have a, a, a guy, you know, someone he knows. Um, if he needs the church to look the other way for one of his schemes, that that kind of thing. Where psycheer like is very much, maybe not mainstream Bri beliefs, but very passionate about your uh, uh, interpretation of Bri worship.
3: The correct one.
0: Right. <laughs> what Muglin has done that you get can see and you would have known this before even having to come back here uh, is that it's just so much less in focus and it's more about trying to use the church of Bri as a, uh, a bit of a political power and also just like an underworld power he wielding secularized influence secularized it or he just he's put people in charge that don't really care so much about the flock of Bri but are give him access to church resources
3: oh he made it a mega church.
0: sure Yes, you you'll
2: you'll you'd find like people who aren't members of the church using some of the labs or the uh, crafting tables,
0: mm-hmm. or and. maybe he moves his money through church donations. Oh, anus,
3: unallowed.
0: It's not something that's immediately visible from visiting it, though. Okay. Burn it down. Start anew. Exterminatus. <laughs> Exterminatus. <laughs> Brother brother. The flamer. The heavy, the heavy flamer. flamer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what I will say from spending time in the house of worship and kind of recharging your batteries, you can take a hero point. Ooh. <gasps> Not a bottle cap, but a hero point.
2: Just get reset in two episodes. You need to use it. You <laughs> can Use
0: it now. <laughs> um, so we'll say that's the first half of the first day of downtime. I uh, was probably move things along just a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, Got uh, another set of actions for the first day. What do you guys wanted to do? More scouting? Uh, Let me ask you this. Is
2: there a way to gain... What were the points called again? Preparation points. Is there another way to get preparation
0: points without doing the scouting? Oh, sure. I'll I'll allow anything that you want to, like, give me. Then Um, here,
2: there was something I wanted to do for Chester. Okay. But I didn't know if... I wasn't going to do it if I could have a chance to get another point instead. Uh...
0: Mechanically, the action you're supposed to take is that. But if you can come up with a way, I'll. I'll well, allow I other have a,
2: I have a way I can do that because this would also be a society role, I believe. Chester's going to go back to his apartment, okay? That he had in some back alley, real cheap, because you know he lost his stipend from the college, maybe. Right. While he was there, um, he goes inside of his room. He packs up everything he has, which isn't a lot and then he's gonna move that to the bar. Okay. Uh and what it is, is as he's unpacking what he had set up in his room, he his basically his whole room was devoted to one of those detective boards with, <laughs> the red yarn with
0: the red yarn connecting
2: and there was pictures of Muglin with a big red circle around mm-hmm. it and a slightly smaller though still large picture of Loveless with a circle around it and he's he is recreating that from fresh uh, in his room at the bar okay. so that he can this is his in, this is his investigation into them so hmm. he'll also he'll have like obtained a new picture of um Gattleby mm-hmm. he'll pin that up and he'll connect Gattleby to the he'll find an article about whatever the explosion was at the college yeah'll connect that with He he's making a detective board and I figured this would be a society role
0: uh, I'll, I'll give you fun. I'll give you a choice So you're gonna spend your second uh, downtime half day on the first day right second mm-hmm. half of the day doing this you can either take a hero point for kind of like doing character stuff that's relevant or you can uh make a society check as if you were scouting a route
2: i will do society check okay that is a nine plus society is eight. 17
0: all right, so that'll give 17. you another preparation point, And I'll put you at four, thanks to Alonzo. Uh, and Chester, I guess this kind of makes sense with you pulling all this information together that you've been building up. You find out, maybe through uh, a little bit of research and digging around, that the yeast of all brewery seems like it's been out of business for a while. Um, and if you take a walk by it uh, later in the day, all the windows are boarded up from the inside and all the doors look locked up. That seems a little bit odd that he would want to go there.
2: I don't suppose if I found any evidence that he owned this at one point.
0: You don't, no. Okay. You have no way to connect him to That is
2: the information is the brewery's been closed for a while.
0: Yeah. Okay, Okay. so Alonzo and Saekir, we got another action you can do today. Uh, Psyche, if you just want to spend the whole day there, that's that's fine too. Um,
3: No, I, I think that I would join... Chester. Afterwards, to scope out the brewery so that we could discuss a plan.
0: All right, make me a either athletics, perception, society, or survival.
3: If I can, okay, I'll do perception.
2: This would be a cl- this would be an investigation, basically, right? For psych here yes. This is uh, I, if you allow it, I want to clue psycheer in because uh, this is related to something that is part of my pursue a lead which is muglin and i want to give them a plus one
0: uh, so you will go ahead what did you really go on the die psych like, here uh 12 well for a total of
3: 17 without the help
0: 17 without the help 18 with Yes. i'll, I'll allow it uh, it doesn't mechanically change what the outcome is but you did get another preparation point that doesn't put you at another piece of information um But yeah, you guys have been Google Mapsing by foot the route between uh, (laughs) the bar and um, Gattleby's house, uh, finding the different routes, seeing which ones are more dangerous or not. Uh, okay. So next to uh, last for today will be Alonzo. Do you want to scout a route again? Or is there something else you want to do?
1: Um, first of all, I, I can tell you I've already picked what my different feet will be.
0: Okay. Yeah. For
1: fixing my lemon law thing. I'm choosing steady balance.
0: Steady balance. What does that do for you?
1: Um, give, whenever you roll a success for balance, you get a critical instead. You are not flat-footed when attempting Ooh. to balance. And it's in the player's guide for strongly recommended
0: Interesting. Okay. Also,
1: I don't have the best acrobatics because I'm not the strongest. Okay. So this would be kind of more more helpful than my old one, which did absolutely nothing for me because the thing it replaced was lower than...
0: Yeah. Now, yeah. they are skill yeah. feet, so they're a little less clutch than stuff like regular feats, but yeah. All right, cool. So uh, what do you want to do for the second half of the first day?
1: Um, Alonzo, now that he's actually spent a turn... Um, um, scouting, and he has a couple of days, I actually want to have him, if I can mechanically do this, uh, slide back to the Ferris quarter and uh, update his bow on his, you know, check in on her, even if he doesn't get to see her.
0: Yeah, I mean the the Aww. barrel and bullet is in the Ferris quarter, so you can. Uh, mm. Obviously, you have to be a little careful because yeah. you're a wanted person over there. But you do have a hat.
1: I was gonna put on the hat and uh, just make sure that she was all right.
0: Do you want to role play that at all, or do you want to just kind of <laughs> uh, broad strokes it?
1: Um. Well, his girl is the Tanner's daughter, and uh, he's a little concerned about her because they're you know they like each other a lot and. She's not been updated on anything ever since he was on the lamb from the law. Okay. So. Uh,
0: lamb. Uh, so I, I imagine maybe she's just working uh, in the tannery, or maybe uh, uh, you find you go to her place later in the day. Uh, what's your disguise look like with your hat?
1: Um, I imagine he's just gonna look like um,
3: mm, he's a locksmith.
0: Looks like a bouncer.
1: how About
3: a redhead. <laughs> That's kind of gross.
0: Smelly. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're just describing Kat's previous rogue, Owen. It's the perfect disguise. No one would suspect Owen. Stinkman.
1: He just doesn't disguise. I guess it would actually work, because uh, Alonzo is actually a uh, quite
2: dapper dude is this how we easter egg or other adventures with hats of disguise
1: <laughs> but uh he just wants to check up on her he okay. cares and it's kind of starting to dawn on him that if he doesn't start figuring this thing out their chances of being staying together are, you know getting slimmer and it's kind of emotionally eaten at him
0: i'll say alonzo you, you go check in on her and she is thrilled to see you uh she's excited to see you she gives you hugs kisses you scare the crap out of her because uh, of your disguise yeah she's, sneaking up on she's her. like
1: who's this smelly dude coming up to see me
0: <laughs> everyone gets scared of owen <laughs> get out of here owen i feared i'm sorry owen um but yeah, oh, uh, I'll let forward. you take a hero point for that. Uh, for uh, uh, I think I said and,
1: her name was Eleanor.
0: We're going to meeting up with it was Eleanor. Eleanor.
1: or Amelia. I'm going to go with Eleanor.
0: And Eleanor, despite the fact that you already cleaned yourself probably after the scrapyard, advises you to bathe. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So
0: yeah, take a hero point.
1: Sweet. I just want him to check in on his girl.
2: Oh, hey, real quick. Yeah. Whenever we sell stuff in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, do we get half value? I believe so. Um... Because if that's the case, this would also be a good time for us to sell our hand wraps of Mighty Blows.
0: Uh, It usually takes one day of downtime to sell off a few goods or shop around to buy a couple items. So if you want to do buying and selling, that'll cost some downtime. time. Um, An item can usually be sold at its full price or can be purchased, excuse me, can be purchased for its full price and sold for half its price. Okay. Uh, supply and demand adjust these numbers but only occasionally so it's the same kind of basic rules that you sell things for half price um, I don't see it explicitly laid out but usually if you get stuff like gems it's not sold at full price because yeah. um, it's basically a different form of currency we'll do that on um, our last day then Uh, Okay, so that's one day down. Uh, Let's move things a little bit quicker here. You have three more days. Uh, Do you want to spend all your time scouting? Points, 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 points. All right. So both of you, I guess, if you're going to spend the whole day scouting, roll twice for me. I'll work on this as well. All right. Roll twice as well.
3: Can I spend a hero point on it?
0: Uh, You can spend a hero point on one of the rolls, or you can spend two hero points on both. I'll spend
1: one. I'm spending one on the first roll. What do they do again?
0: Uh, it can be perception, athletics, survival, or society. And,
1: oh, well spent.
0: Say what? What do hero points do? It's just uh, roll twice, take the better. Okay. And I'm just gonna,
2: I'm gonna make this simpler for me, and just yeah. I'm gonna do a devise a, not a, pursue a lead on. Gatlinburg. Gatleby. Gatleby. <laughs> Just so, like, because all of this would kind of fall, fall under either the perfume of him or Muglin. So that gives me a plus one to, like, all these rolls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and every half a day, I can give one of them a plus one as right, well. right.
0: Let's go for the first half then. psych here. 19. Chester. 25. 19 and 25. All right. So that's One and then two for you because you critically succeeded and then I'm going to give total. Uh, Alonzo a point okay and then uh, Alonzo that's a total
1: of 20 for half first half
0: okay, uh, okay so that'd be hear four point for that. more points I think that puts you at you were at five that puts you at nine um all right so uh you learned two more things this first half day um the best place to cross the Astradi, which is the river that cuts Alkenstar in half, is an old stone bridge that uh, many people call uh, the Bottleneck Bridge. So this is a weird thing. Uh, basically, where you have to go, you have to go from Ferris Quarter to Steamhaven to get to him, from Steamhaven to Ironside to get to uh, that Yeast of All Brewery, and then from Ironside back to Ferris Quarter. And it says to cross the Eustrati, but what I'm going to say is you probably have to cross this little lake thing in the middle mm-hmm. uh, as part of your route. Ah. Uh, and what you would know, uh, that there's this bridge called the Bottleneck Bridge, which I think you can see on the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's like vendors set up there with tents and wheels and carts to trade during the day and at night, uh, the shield marshal set up a checkpoint on oh. the bridge to reduce smuggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also know that near one of the unrented stalls at the bottleneck bridge are some cigar butts with gunpowder on the mouthpiece uh, so you think there's probably people scouting to set up an ambush there oh hmm so we so, shouldn't go through there then no you're gonna have to oh
1: no but the ambush would cause a distraction for us to get through
0: no the ambush is for us basically you, you get the idea that, that this is one of the places they're looking to ambush you yeah Mechanically, you'll get a bonus to your initiative roll ah, if you go through there. Cool, because you'll expect it. Mm. All right, that's the first half. Uh, what about the second half?
2: Oh um, no, what was the two pieces? Oh, those were both those pieces. Were both of, of them. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, the second half. I want to go first. My roll was a natty nineteen for a twenty-six.
0: Jeez, that's a critical success. Mm-hmm. They'll take you to eleven, uh, Chester. Uh. That is. <laughs>
2: That's a 19 plus 9 for 28. That's another critical success. <laughs> I'm going to clue in Psyche here for the second half of the day. We are preparation junkies. Yeah, you are.
3: That's a natural one. Oh. Oh. For seven.
0: Uh, well, Psyche here, you're not able to gain anything on the second part of the day. Uh, but all of you working together, you've maxed out your preparation <laughs> points. Already? Yeah. Yes! Between nice. all of you together... Uh, Uh, at this one you'll know that there is some nearby shops uh, undergoing renovations which would be the perfect hiding spots for ambush for an ambush an anonymous tip to the shield marshals remember not all of them are corrupt should get those sites shut down (gasps) Mm. which may reduce uh, some people's like ability to ambush you these shops would be nearby uh, the aforementioned bottleneck bridge Um, Okay. And then lastly, back alleys and side streets, you find some alternate routes um, and noting those gives you a bonus on your checks that you'll need later on in the, uh, whenever you start moving Gattleby. Basically, uh, as a preview here, there's going to be some special adventure path mechanics and now you'll get a a plus two on all those checks because you have maxed out your preparation. Uh, I was wondering as the GM if I give, if I let you guys in on like the fact that you can prepare for a heist thing like this, how far you guys would go? And I should have all known. All the way. All the way. It would have been all the way to the max. Yeah. Absolutely. And what I'm gonna say, because you all worked together and crushed it, take a hero point, <gasps> all of you, especially yes! because you spent one. Yay! Not a bottle cap, a hero point.
2: I realized that, um, honestly, at level two, mm-hmm. it's not that big a difference. Between buying and crafting it, unless I have a lot of time.
0: That's fair. Okay.
1: And I'm assuming we would be reset on all abilities, hit points, etc. by this point?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so basically we rested. You've rested like twice that. at this point. Uh, so they'll go into the third day of downtime. Uh, if you guys have anything else you want to do, you can do it. Otherwise, you could actually start this early if you felt like it. Uh,
2: the next day, buy and
0: sell. Buy yes, and sell, buying spend and the selling. whole day. Okay. Uh,
3: I'll leave you guys to do that. Just like you're just going to just kind of interact with um, maybe a hospital or something and...
0: Volunteer? Here,
3: Yeah, heal. Yes. All
0: right. Yeah, you, you probably have a place that you volunteered with before that's not looking for you specifically like the people at the church might be. Mm-hmm. So we can go ahead and do that. Uh, and then you guys can buy and sell. We'll handle that off air, of course, because that'll take... A hot minute. I can tell you how much
2: money we get real easy right off the bat. Oh, really? We really have, from what I can tell, we really only have one thing to sell.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Because uh, everything else we got was money or potions that may have already been drank. Uh-huh. And the hunk of cold iron. That's two things. I don't know how much that's worth, though. Okay. So we can do that later if you want to. Never mind.
0: So third day is just gonna be buying and selling and then fourth day do you want to start early or do you have anything else yes. you want to do? I would like to yeah start let's early. start
2: early. Uh, quick question does anything interesting happen at the bar at night because not like we come in and collapse uh, I mean
0: there's some people that you see that are regulars now. Um, we don't have to get into it too much since we're kind of getting close to the heist here yeah but uh
3: did we tip off the shield marshals?
0: Yeah yeah, that yeah. was part of what you did yeah okay good. Um, you you see that there's some regulars now that you like hang out there. Uh, There's this Shuni who hangs out at the bar like almost every evening. A uh, Shuni is, is kind shoony? of like a dog person. <gasps> cool. Uh, oh, the little pug people. Do you want me? To, I can. I got some art I can throw up in the yes, video. Yes, please. Uh, absolutely.
1: Art is always fun. This
0: isn't unique to this guy, but uh, this is like the Shuni art from Pathfinder. That's a kobold. Shut up. <laughs> Here's the, here's the Shuny, uh, artwork. Oh, oh I love him. <laughs> you, you find out there's this Shuni guy, I mean, Pugman? uh, over the, t- over the time of your staying there, uh, his name is, is Alsen Alson, Alson Yuman. he, oh, he just like dang out at the bar. <laughs> the food here's pretty good.
3: Oh, he would He <laughs> would He would, would struggle
2: If anything happens to him I'll kill everybody In
0: this room I know myself. right Avenge my death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alonso in his head Swears to avenge his death If anything happens To this adorable but man One <laughs> of phallic yes, yes Is that it?
0: One of the One of the bartenders Or uh, people who actually Works at the bar uh, uh, He um can work some tables is as a, as a goblin uh, but he's not a uh, you know trash goblin he's got like a little actually I have art for him as well this going to be the art art uh, slideshow here Sweet. since you guys have been there uh, you guys haven't talked to these people yet because you've been so focused on preparing for this but yeah. uh, there's this guy uh, he works at the bar his mm-hmm. name is Nikol oh he's a
2: smooth operator
1: I, um, oh, He he I'm not going
2: to lie, though. His face does freak me out.
0: Uh, if you ever 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 interact with him, he has an unnaturally deep goblin voice. <laughs> My name is uh, Nicole. I'm, I'm a bartender here, if you don't mind. Um, I love
1: his jaunty pose. <laughs> that's
0: mm-hmm. just a couple of them. I don't want to go through all the people who uh, work at the uh, uh-huh. the bar straight away, but this place is pretty great. Listen, we'll have
2: plenty of time to interact with them. It's not like this escort mission is going to take so many episodes. Yeah, who great. knows?
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the things you would know just hanging out at the bar. There's there's some funny people here, and then there's obviously Phoebe Dunsmith, uh, and she's kind of interesting because now you've seen like her, like. The fact that she works for the, the Grand Duchess is a little bit more secretive. Um, when she interacts with the public, she's more like charismatic bar owner kind yeah. of person. Um, but yeah, you guys have crushed, you You are the Google Maps of Alkenstar at this point. You can name all the routes from uh, <laughs> from Ferris Quarter to Steamhaven to Ironside Quarter. And on the fourth day, you let Phoebe know that you're starting early. It-
1: yeah, uh, like a bit of a flavor advantage, not waiting as long as oh, we could have.
0: Good on you guys. Y'all are hard workers. I knew I picked the right crew. Um, yeah, and you guys set on out to uh, to Gattleby's house uh, in Steamhaven, uh, and you see, again, the place that you've scouted out so many times with the overgrown walls and the chicken wire fence, and that is what we're going to get into next episode. Uh. Yes! Ooh. Thanks for tuning in to the Downtime episode.
1: Downtime. 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 Downtime.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at Third Gallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at Patreon.com slash Michael Gelfie. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.